I'm so glad you've landed on my podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Gribble, and I'm here to help you, a school storyteller, find the best ways to celebrate your students and staff on social media. Let's dive in. Happy New Year! We are kicking off our podcast with a solo episode from me, and I am talking about five reasons why everything shouldn't be posted on social media. You guys, Some stuff just doesn't belong on social media, and you may be fighting that fight at your school. I'm hoping that this episode is going to help. Not only am I going to walk through five five reasons not to post everything on social media, I'm also going to talk about all of the communication tools you have in your toolbox, Um, and hopefully that helps you realize that, hey, different message, maybe a different platform, maybe you're going to pick two or three or four tools that you're going to use. But not every every message needs to include social media. So um, I'm excited for you to listen in. Um, hey, if you didn't know, our final or our, our our next boot camp is starting next week on the 10th. I got just a couple spots left. If you want in to our boot camp, which is a five week program to really get you to the next level with social media for your school. You guys, you got to sign up now. Otherwise, the seats are going to be gone. Um, There's a link in the show notes. You can go to my website under services and just check out the boot camp. Um, We've had amazing, amazing results uh, with that. And if you you want 2022 to be different, guess what? You got to invest some time and you got to invest a little bit of money and you're in a good spot with us. Social School for EDU, we've been training school social media managers. We've trained thousands um, in the last eight years, and uh, we want to be there for you. Uh, so check out our boot camp. All right, let's get into today's episode. All right, before we get into today's episode, we've got our K-12 PR tip. That hasn't stopped, okay? Episode 91, I mean, we're on a roll, um, and we always start each episode with a really quick tip. Um, so today, we're, you know, we're starting a new year. We're sometimes talking about goals and things like that. I want to share a really simple goal for you to think about in regards to your Facebook reach. Okay, so Every week you reach, you know, so many people. Actually, you can check your metrics on Facebook, go into your insights, and you can see how many people you've reached in the last 28 days. You can change that to just see how many people have you reached in the last seven days, okay? So the the goal for a weekly reach for Facebook, a good goal for schools, and I know this because I have access to over 100 schools and their metrics, a great goal is to try to reach twice as many followers that you have. Okay. So let's just say for easy math that you have a thousand followers on your Facebook page. Now, everybody's slowly switching over to only tracking followers and not likes. That's a whole nother like K-12 PR tip, the difference between those, but I'm saying followers. Okay. So if you've got a thousand followers, a really good goal each week is to reach 2000 people. Um, And remember, reach is a different number than impressions, okay? Impressions is like, you know, one person could count five times if they saw five different posts, or maybe if they even saw the same post five times, that would be impressions. No, reach is how many people are you reaching with your stories, okay? Every week, totally different people, independent people, unique, unique individuals, unique Facebook profiles. Anyways, we hope they're real people. Um, so your goal is to reach 
double your followers every week for your reach. Got it? This is, it's not easily done every single week. And so, and, and every, you can go in and check anytime you can check your previous seven days. Um, I would just recommend checking in on that. We, we usually actually um, document our reach every month. And so that month is going to be a bigger number than just double your followers. Um, Probably a good focus. It's probably not eight times, um, but it might be about five times your followers for a month. But when you're looking at your weekly reach, your goal is twice your followers. All right. I hope that tip helps because it, it just helps give you some like perspective, right? And how, how you're doing. Um, when we did our last Facebook challenge, many schools were equal to, they were reaching as many followers as they had. We want to maximize that. We want to reach double the followers. So, all right, let's get into today's good stuff with five reasons why everything should not be posted on social media. All right, so happy new year. Um, you are with me today, which is really exciting as we kick off 2022. Can you believe it? Um, and today is a solo episode. If you're hanging out with me, you can see my cute little, I don't know if you do you call this leopard? I don't know, uh, top. Um, if you're not watching this on YouTube, you know, you don't get to see me. You just get to hear this funny Wisconsin accent. Um, but today I wanted to talk about why some information should not be posted on social media. And this is a reference to a blog that I wrote on this topic. Um, But I thought that it was so important to really cover on the podcast as well, um, because you may believe this, um, but you may have people in your school district or schools that don't believe it. They believe everything belongs on social media. And I'm telling you, if we have learned anything with throughout this whole pandemic and all of the, um, just the divisiveness that we are in and uh, politics and all of that, not everything belongs on social media because sometimes you are going to look for a fight if you put something out there. Um, so I've really been saying this for years, um, and there are a lot of reasons, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain five reasons why not everything should be posted on social media. But again, we're in a divisive culture. There's a lot of people that have a lot of opinions, um, and it can be really challenging. Um, I know we want to be transparent, right? You want to be super transparent with your school district, and you want to just be able to get the information out there in all the ways. Um, but I'm just giving you great advice that that's not always the best case. Uh, a few weeks ago, um, our uh, guest was Nicole. And uh, Nicole actually was formerly in the news. And so she believed that, hey, everything should be on social media. Um, so it's just like the more we can communicate, the better. And and it was actually her... Um, supervisor and some of the other people at the school that, you know, said, hey, gosh, it's so volatile with masks. So anything to do with mask policy, we're not, they weren't going to put on Facebook. And she was really uncomfortable at first. But now she absolutely loves it because she doesn't have to manage all the argumentative and attacking comments that come in under those specific social media posts. Um, And she kind of explained, we're not really trying to hide information we communicate in a lot of ways. We're simply avoiding the invitation to publicly debate the decision that has been made. If a decision's made, it's not really up for debate. 
Why throw it on social media to garner it? And the big thing too, is she said, surprisingly, no one has complained about the information not being posted on social media. In fact, no one has said anything to us about not sharing that. So, um, so really good advice um, from Nicole. And again, she was a little nervous at first, um, but then it was fine. So again, five reasons not to share everything on social media, not to share all of the informational items, the decisions your school is making. Um, there's five reasons why not everything belongs on social media. Number one, your posts are not seen by all your followers, okay? So um, if your school is a big school district and you have 10,000 followers, you are lucky to reach about 2,500 of those 10,000 followers with a post. Get that, right? You have 10,000 followers that say, hey, I like their stuff. I want to see what's coming from the school district. But the Facebook algorithm says, no, no, we're not going to show it to everybody because there's all of this information. Um, everybody's competing for a chance to get in somebody's news feed and everybody's not going to see it. Um, you guys, everybody doesn't wake up in the morning and go to your Facebook page to look at what's happening. They go to Facebook and they start scrolling and then hopefully your posts from your school show up in their news feed. So um, it's it's really typical for a quarter to a third at the most of followers to be reached by your post. So that's a that's a reason why you don't have to worry about posting everything there, because everybody who likes your page or follows your page isn't going to see it anyway. Um, second reason not to post everything on social media: not everyone is on social media. So some of your parents don't even want to be there. Uh, and if you're using it as your primary means of communication, many people are going to miss it. And then again, like I said, number one, even if they like your page, they still might miss it. So um, it's really important to get that information out in other ways. Um, reason number three, not to post everything on social media, posts can be commented on by outsiders with no direct connection with your school. Okay, so all of a sudden you are a school in Florida and you are getting comments from Washington and from California and maybe from Canada and Mexico and Russia and all of the countries around. And they don't even have anything to do with your school. And now all of a sudden you are spending your hard earned time monitoring those comments that don't have any tie. So when you put something out on social media, you have to realize that it's for everybody to see. And if you don't want to deal with comments from everywhere, people that don't even understand what's happening in your in your area, don't put it there. Okay. Um, reason number four, social media, it's meant to be social. And we want comments actually on our social media posts. But you don't want comments on an announcement that's being made or a decision that's been made. Um, and again, I'm, you know, with COVID protocols, shutting down schools, but it can be about a lot of different things. I mean, we've had some schools um, deal with, uh, let's say, behavioral issues at school, right? And you've gotten complaints and people are asking, hey, what's being done about this student who has done this? And you can't really say a lot anyways about, you know, an ongoing investigation or, you know, whatever. But the best spot for that type of information is 
direct communication to the parents, like through a letter, through a phone call, through email, right? You you need to deal directly with the people that it involves because of all of a sudden you're sharing that information and then people are like, I didn't know there, there was that issue. And all of a sudden you're spreading more gossip or more issues. Social media is meant to be social. And if you don't want a lot of dialogue happening about it, don't put it out there, okay? Um, and number five, to not share everything on social media. And if you're listening to this and you do social media, you can definitely relate. Uh, you're busy. You are too busy to delve into time spent monitoring comments, questions, concerns that some of these posts stir up. Okay. So you really need to think twice or three times before posting things out on social media. And it can be tempting, you know, to squash out a rumor or story that's going crazy out there on maybe some other social media channels. And it it can be really tempting to put something on your page. Don't fall into the trap, okay? Don't fall into it. I I know too many social media managers. I mean, we we work with over 400 schools across across the world, around the world. Um, and, And so many have said, oh my gosh, I wish I wouldn't have posted that. Um, And once you post it, it's really hard to take it back, right? We don't like deleting posts and things like that. So it's really hard. Um, So that is is really, really challenging. Um, So those are five reasons that everything should be posted on social media. And then just to end this episode, and it's a short one because, hey, we are off to the school year. You've got a lot to cover after the holiday break. Um, You know, for anyone in your um, district or school, that is saying, well, we have to put it on social media. Like we, we've got to get this out all these ways. There are different types of communication require different tools in your communication toolbox. There are a lot of ways to communicate. And in my blog, I actually have a download that you can uh, print off. It's really nice to really establish what types of communication should be communicated in which ways, okay? So I'm just going to kind of break down because you're listening to this probably on your car ride, uh, maybe your commute, maybe you're working out and you're like, hey, yeah, this Wisconsin girl can give me some motivation while I'm pumping iron or running or maybe just walking. But uh, just to share some of these different communication tools in your toolbox because you wouldn't use each one of these for every piece of information you have to get out there, right? There, There's just different choices. And so website, that's an obvious one, right? You can put things out on your website. And a lot of informational pieces, guys, do belong on your website. You can use email, text message, phone call, a newsletter, social media. Social media is one of your tools in your toolbox, but it's not the only one. Look at all of them that I already list out, listed out. Some conversations are meant to be face-to-face. Some are a virtual meeting, word of mouth. You might have a mobile app that you can use. Uh, A media release, maybe you're putting things out to the media. TV, radio, newspaper, podcast, a blog, backpack flyers, you know, along with the rotted banana peel uh, from four months ago, they, parents might find that backpack flyer in there. Um, you could have a direct mailer. Uh, maybe you have a school TV news channel, electric school sign in front of your building, a school, you know, a building marquee. Maybe you have scoreboard displays at your games. 
a TV display in the building. Many of you have TV displays. Um, an all school announcement over the uh, over the PA. So, you know, just making that announcement to all of your students and staff. Um, there, you might have an intranet that you want to put it on. Community partnerships can be used to communicate information out. And maybe you have a magazine. And guys, I'm probably forgetting some stuff, right? Maybe you have other ways that you want to communicate. Um, but those are about mm, 25 ways that you can communicate. And I'm telling you, you're not going to go and do a TV spotlight on every piece of information that you put out. Just the same as you're not going to put everything out via social media. And I just want to wrap this in too with some notes about social media, getting the most out of it this, this uh, year, 2022. Social media is not a bulletin board. You guys, I've said it before. It is not a bulletin board for every upcoming event, every flyer. Again, everybody doesn't see those posts anyways. So if you want, sometimes it's okay to put it out there. Um, you can you can definitely, I would recommend recording a little video spotlight talking about an upcoming event, right? Or something like that. Um, but social media is really a place to celebrate. It's to celebrate all of the great things happening at your school, giving them a glimpse of what's actually happening videos, amazing stories of students, accomplishments, teachers doing cool things, right? That is what the the bulk of your social media content needs to be, is just letting people get a, get a peek in. So I hope that this message helps you as you go into this new year. Um, and if you have traditionally been one that posts everything on social media, I hope this podcast encourages you to challenge that. Um, bring this PDF. And, and again, I've got it linked in the show notes. Um, you can grab and print off this uh, PDF for yourself. Um, you can look at the blog that we have here. But, you know, ask those questions of where should we be putting this information out? You may be able to minimize that list because maybe you don't have a scoreboard display or a podcast of your own, um, but you have some of these other channels. So which where are you going to put the information out? Um, but we've got to use social media to really celebrate your school one story at a time. So get those things out there. And it doesn't mean that a school ignores when bad things happen. Okay. All schools have opportunities for improvement. No school is perfect. But when you deal with those challenging things, social media isn't always the answer to get those things out. Um, so I hope this helps. If you got questions, email me. I'm at Andrea or Andrea Gribble. No, I'm at Andrea Gribble on Twitter. Um, my email address is Andrea at socialschoolforedu.com. So either way, one of those ways, tweet me or email me if you've got questions on this. Maybe somebody in your school needs to just hear this message to kind of get re get it re-ingrained. Um, and guys, if you have tried to fight this fight, because I hear many of you, you've tried to fight this fight and it's not working. Like your school is just like, nope, we got to put it out there. Um, you have a hierarchy, like you got a boss, you can only fight so much. So if they don't agree and they say, no, you have to put it out there, guess what? I'm sorry, you got to put that out there. Um, but you can't, you can say that you warned them. And if a bunch of negative comments come in, you can say, hey, 
I told you so. Maybe you can say that. Maybe you can't in your district. I don't want to get you in trouble. Um, I'm trying to start 2022 on a good note, right? Um, but just know that in some cases, people aren't going to agree with you. you got a school board that has an opinion that everything needs to go out on social media. Hopefully you can let them listen to this, have those good conversations, and maybe start making some progress towards not putting everything out on social media. Sound like a deal? Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We've got amazing, amazing content coming up on our podcasts uh, in the in the coming episodes. And remember, episode 100 is coming up. Um, and that is actually going to feature some of you, my listeners, on some of the best tips that you've gotten from Social School for EDU, from Andrea. So what I want to know is I need a, a video or just your uh, voice memo app on your phone and it can be a 30 to 90 second recording and I want you to record your name, your school and state and your your role at your school and then I want to hear your best tip that you've ever gotten from us. Um, maybe a story of how you used it, how you put it to work so that on episode 100 it can just be a montage of the best tips and tricks that we've shared to make celebrating your school easier. You're going to email in those video clips or voice memos to andrea at socialschoolforedu.com and make sure to put podcast 100 in the subject line. Okay, podcast 100, and you may be featured soon on this podcast for episode 100. I really appreciate you. Appreciate you listening in today. Have an awesome 2022, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. I hope you learned a lot from this episode of the Mastering Social Media for Schools podcast. Every week, I pick the brains of experts across the country to bring you the best tips and tricks to make your school social media shine. If you were inspired today, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And when you have a moment, please leave me a review so I can reach even more social media rock stars just like you. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast. But before I sign off, I have one more message for you. I know you want to be a rock star social media manager for your school. In order to do that, you need training and support. But time and resources are scarce, which can be incredibly frustrating. I believe that social media should be the last thing that causes you stress. I also understand the pressure you feel to run social media effectively, which is why I built a community to support you. The Social School for EDU membership program helps school social media managers develop a system to save time and headaches, build content that lasts for months, set boundaries to provide some work-life balance, feel supported and less alone, get answers to your questions 365 days a year, and access continuous training for the ever-changing social media platforms. Go to socialschoolforedu.com right now. You'll see information right on the homepage about this membership program. It's designed to be affordable for any school's budget. Got questions? Give me a call or shoot me an email. That information is also right on my website. I can't wait to hear from you. And once again, I'm your host, Andrea Gribble. And until next time, keep telling those stories.